So we're starting the Abchavtet Amud Bet. We're going to start. We're going to start. We'll start five lines from the bottom. Vamer Rabbi Yankov, Omer Rabbi Chista, Kol Yotzla Derech. Ever goes out on the road, Tzarech Let Palel Tfilat Taderech. You have to say Tfilat Taderech. It's like asking permission, Rashi says, before you go. My Tfilat Taderech. What do you say? You don't say Mufanach Hashem Olikai. She told Icheni L'Shalom. You should take me for Shalom. Tzatzidenu means to walk. The Shalom says Micheni support me. The Shalom. Atzileni and save me. Mikav Kol Oyei VeOrev Baderech from all enemies in the road. I should be successful. I should have charm in your eyes of any koroi eye. Everybody that sees me. The rabbi has one problem with this that he said it all in singular. He said it all lashon yachid. Tatsideni tolicheni. He prefers you do it lashon rabin. A person should always include himself with everybody else in your prayer. Instead of saying it lashon yachid singular, do it plural. Heichi name it. What should you say? You also fanach Hashem elokeinu. She told elokeinu, not elokai. Elokeinu told elokeinu the shalom and so on. Eimat matzli. When can you start praying this? Amr Rav Yankov, Amr Rav Chizda. Yisrosh mahalich baderech. You have to be ready on the road, not before you go. While you while you're on the road. At kama. We're going to learn one shot in Rashi. How far distance can you say it? Amr Av Yankov, Amr Av Chizda, Ad Parsa. And the Pshat and Rashi is, one Pshat and Rashi is, that after you went Parsa, you can't say it anymore. And one Pshat is, if you still have a Parsa left to go, you could say it. How much is a Parsa? A Parsa is four mil, which is 8,000 amot. If you go with time, that takes 72 minutes. The distance of 8,000 amot is 72 minutes. It's around three miles. See, that's the problem. So the problem with Tfilta Derech is a machloka. Do you measure with time? Do you measure with distance? Today we're going by car to go a parsa, which is around three miles, doesn't take too long by car. You could do it in three to five minutes. Do you say Tfilta Derech every time you go a parsa? So Chamuvadia writes that he measures it in time. It has to be a trip that takes 72 minutes, or else you can't say it. Because today it's a little illogical to say in every trip of a parsa, it's around three miles. That's all it is. It's more than three miles. Yeah, it's around three miles. It has to be out of the city, you know? Yeah, yeah. Out of the city. Let's somebody travels out of the city and he goes three miles out of the city. You know, say it's filled with the right away. We have to wait. Let's say you go right now on the highway. Seventy-two minutes. Let's say it's not seventy-two minutes. What? Right. You go on the bridge, as you're saying. Go out of the bridge. You go out of the New York. Go on to Verrazano. They told me to say once a week. Okay. So then, Verrazano might be called in the city. Verrazano might be called in the city. Maybe. I think today because everything is since every derech is misukan. So every derech is misukan. Always was misukan. Question is how far you have to go. It says that parsa. So that's a, that's a question. Okay. Hey, In other words, if it's closer than the parsa, you can't say it. So what's a, how do you measure? You measure with distance or with time? You have to be stationary. You can still be walking. Sheshit says you're allowed to walk. You don't have to stop walking to say this prayer. The one that says you have to stop. Stationary. Rav Sheshit, the one you're allowed to continue walking, we're both going on the same road. Come Rav Chizda, the Kamasi. Rav Chizda stopped, and he was standing, and he was praying. Rav Sheshit asked his assistant, Micah Abed Rav Chizda, what's Rav Chizda doing? Because Rashi explains, Rav Sheshit was not able to see at that time. And he asked his assistant, what is Rav Chizda doing? Amulek Kamatz, Koi Umasli. He stopped, he's standing, and he's praying. Fill the derech. 
Amalei Ukman. Let me also stop and stand. Me too. Why? Vasli, I'll pray. And even though he's the one that says, you don't have to stop. If I could be good, why should I be called bad? Meaning, I admit that it's better to stop. I just told you don't have to. But if he's stopping anyway, why shouldn't I stop too? We had before two things that look a little similar. Havineinu is the abridged edition of Amida. Filikatsara is the short prayer you say, Bamakom Sakana. What are the differences between them? And they're going to be stark differences. Habineinu, boy, let's do a gimel kamait of gimel batraita. Habineinu is not in, its, in and of itself a entire prayer, because it's in the, only the middle blessings of the Amidah that incorporates the middle blessings, but you still got to say the first three and the last three. Plus, when you get home after that, you don't got to pray again because you did the prayer. But in a place of Sakana, where you say the short prayer, you just say that short prayer. You don't got to say the first three blessings and first last blessings of the Amidah. When you get home, you got to pray because you didn't pray anything yet. Once Tulikatsara is in place of Sakana, Habineinu is in the, just in place when you want to shorten your Amidah because you're in a rush. Pilchat Avinenu Mu'umad, Avinenu has to be standing, Tulikat Sarah, Vein Mu'umad, whether you're standing stationary, Vein Mahalech, whether you're walking, it's like Tulikat Aderech, you have to say it when you're walking. Fayrochev Alachamor, Tondur Banan, Fayrochev Alachamor, somebody's riding on a dunk of a Giyaz Mantfilat, came time of prayer. He has somebody else that's able to hold his donkey when he goes down, and donkey won't walk away. Go down. Pray like a regular person, pray standing. If nobody else to hold the donkey, if you go off the donkey, it might run away. You have no way to tie it up. Sit on the donkey, pray there. Rabbi Omer, Rabbi says, even if you have somebody else to hold your donkey, whether you have somebody else, whether you don't, why? You're not going to be able to concentrate. You're not going to be in peace. Why? Because you're going to be feeling bad that you're wasting time. You really got to get moving. So if you stop to pray, you're going to have a bad feeling. You won't be able to pray properly. Because you're on a road and you want to get moving. You don't want to spend time in one spot. So you better keep on moving and pray that way. Rabbi says, other say, Shuban Levi said, Halacha is kerebi that even, even if you have somebody else to hold your donkey, you should still stay on top of the donkey because you're going to feel bad about the time that you're spending praying. So I'm allowed to dive in, <coughs> go in and drive? Driving might be a little worse because you have to concentrate on your driving. So you have and to take that consideration. Not as much as that, not as much as driving. Tonu Rabbanan, Suma. You mean if you're a passenger? Yes. If you're a passenger. Well, can't you stop? If you could stop. That's how you can't stop. You pray sitting. Tonu Rabbanan, Suma, a person that's blind and he cannot tell on the road which direction is Eretz Yisrael. Anybody unable to pinpoint direction where it has to pray. It happens a lot of people at times. Don't stop praying because of that. Somebody is in a place that he can't know which way is towards Yerushalayim. Pray. Just your heart, you should have intention. Concentrate as if you're facing Aviv Shabbat if you are able to figure out which direction, you have to face, here it doesn't mean just libo, here it means to face, your body, your face, should face towards Eretz Yisrael. 
Palu Elecha Elecha Derech Artsam. Ha'omid Be'erch Yisrael. You're ready in Eretz Yisrael. You have the book connected to Yerushalayim. Face Yerushalayim. Shnem with Palu El Hashem Derech Ha'ir. Hashem Becharta. Ha'omid Be'erch. You're ready in Yerushalayim. You have the book connected to Bet Hamikdash. Shnem with Palu El Abayit Azeh. Ha'omid Bet Hamikdash. You have the book connected to Bet Kodesh Kedashim. Face the Kodesh Kedashim. Shnem with Palu El Makom Azeh. Ha'omid Bet Kodesh Kedashim, which could only be one person once a year. Can only be the coin gadol. You're not allowed to stand in the bed kodesh kedashim. But he has to. He has prayers. He says over there. Well, you have the book connected bed kodesh. Why did you say kodesh kedashim? You know everything else. What he's in there. Who? What should he face in there? If he all faces, the other categories, and just say pray. Oh, because you don't have to. Because the general is enough. If you're in America, you can't face the bed kodesh kedashim. It's too distant to face that way. Only if you're but in you the bed kodesh. Direction. Direction is, direction is towards Yerushalayim. Well, that's it. In the Bekotche Kedashim, he has to have it facing the Kaporet between the Aron. He's in back of the Bet HaMikdash. According to the Rishonim, it doesn't only mean to imagine, it means to face that way. Turn around and face. Rabbi Yonah says, they all say, face the Kaporet. You're back of the Bet HaMikdash, face towards the Kaporet. Nimtza comes out. Omid b'mizrach. Somebody's the Mizrach of the Beit Hamikdash, Machzepan of Lemarab. Bemarab, if you're the west of the Beit Hamikdash, Machzepan of Lemizrach. Bedarom, if you're south of the Beit Hamikdash, Machzepan of Litzafon, turn towards the north. Bitzafon, you're in the north of the Beit Hamikdash, Machzepan of Adorn, face south. Nimtzu comes out, called Yisrael, everybody, every Jew in the whole world, Mechavne Libam Lemakamecha, they're all facing one place. Amrabi Avin, Vitaim Rab Avina, Maikra, what's the source, Pasuk for this? Kemigdal, this description of the Beit Hamikdash. Kemigdal, David, Tzavarech, Banui Letal Piot. What does Tal Piot mean? Tail, a mound, a mountain, Har Maria, where the Beit Hamikdash is. Shakol Piot, at all mouths, Tal Piot, Ponabo face there. Everybody is facing the Beit Hamikdash. I know, I know. So Rishon, I, that's why I said Rishonim say doesn't mean only Libo, it means the face. Where is the Rishonim say, even though it says that way. It's true what you're saying, and it throws you off, but the Rishonim say it doesn't mean that. It means to face there. But your lev is in the front, so if your lev is Avua in the front, the 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 Avua de Shmuel, Shmuel's father and Levi, they had to leave on the road early in the morning, and they knew they're going to be riding, and they won't be able to stop to pray. So what do they do? They used to pray very, very early. On the road, time of Kriyashma came, Koru, they read it there. But they didn't want to pray Amidah on the road because it was not really proper to them to pray Amidah moving. So they prayed the Amidah before they left, very early, and they said Kriyashma on the road while they were traveling. Rashi learns earlier over here means before Alota Shachar, very, very early. Tosfot challenges Rashi. It's impossible a person should pray before Alota Shachar. Tosfot means it means right after Alota Shachar, but way before Netzach so they wanted to say Kriyat Shema in its proper time a little later. So they said the Amidah, the first possible second after Alot HaShachar, and they said the Kriyat Shema at its time. But Rashi learns even before Alot HaShachar, which is a big chidush. So the challenge is you can't pray Amidah before Alot HaShachar. It's time for Arvid. Yeah, it's still there. Keman, Kihai Tana. Who does come out like the following Tana? The Tani written a Braita. Hishkim Latzat Laderech. Somebody has to leave very early in the morning, and it's Rosh Hashanah. We bring him a shofar and he blows early. Lulav, Menanea, Megillah, 
כשהגיע זמן קריאת שמע, קורה, יוריד את דן, השכים לישה בקרונה בספינה. Same problem. You're getting up early and you're going to be in a wagon or in a boat and you can't stand while you're praying. With Palel, pray early. כשהגיע זמן קריאת שמע on the road, in the wagon or in the boat, קורה. רב שמעון אלעזר אומר, בין כך ובין כך קורא קריאת שמע מפלל. I'd rather you pray later קריאת שמע, followed by דמידה, even though you're moving and you're not standing. I prefer that better. כדי שישמוך גאולה לתפילה. It's more important to me to put קריאת שמע with God Yisrael right before דמידה, than to pray דמידה first, stationary. ומייקה מפליג, what is the מחלוקת? Most of one holds תפילת מאומת עדיף. If you have a choice of doing praying standing or praying sitting and be somech gula l'tfilah, what's the overriding factor? So the first rabbi says, stationary standing prayer is better than moving sitting. Most of a mismach gula l'tfilah, if I prefer, even if you're sitting. But the main thing by me is, the gula should be followed right afterwards by the prayer of the Amidah. Merei Merima Zutra, Narashi explains, there was a thing called a pirka. A pirka, shapta de rigla, means... The Shabbat before any holiday used to have a major drasha with many, many people attending. And Mamreima Mazutra, these rabbis knew they're going to go to the drasha later, they won't have time to pray. So Havim Chantri Be'asara used to gather 10 people for a minyan before they went to say the speech. Shabbat the Rigla, and the Shabbat before the holiday, Umatzd when they prayed. Then afterwards, Nafki, they went out the Pirka to the drasha. Rav Ashi didn't do that. Rav Ashi matzli bahadi tzibura biyachid miyushav. Meaning, Rav Ashi went to the drasha, and he did, it like, he did a thing like this. When they used to have a maturgaman, says Rashi. They used to have somebody that explained it to everybody like a loudspeaker. He said it over whatever the rabbi said. He, like, translated it and said it slowly and explained it to everybody with a loud voice. Rav Ashi went to, went to this drasha. He didn't pray yet. So what he did was... All the people, how they pray, they used to slip out. They said Shema sitting, and they slipped out, and they prayed one by one. But the rabbi couldn't do that. So what did he do? He took the maturgaman, gave him a lot of information at one time, and while, he, and while the maturgaman was talking, he had enough, he stole them, he, he had enough time to pray. That's what he used to do, he prayed sitting. So that's what Rashi learns. Of Ashi, Matsli, Bahadi, Tzibura. They're not saying what time. Either. That was a good time. It was after the time. Of Ashi, Matsli, Bahadi, Tzibura, Biyachid, Miyushab. He prayed together with everybody. He was Biyachid, never Minyan, and he was sitting. How do you do it? By telling the Maturgum a lot of information, and that he was able to, at that time, pray. And he came home, Hadir, Matsli, Mu'umad. He prayed again standing. Rashi says he felt he didn't really concentrate so well. He just did it because he had to do it at the right time. When he came home, he prayed again. I'm really Rabbanan. So rabbis asked him, Will the Evan more? Why did the rabbi do Mazutra? Get a minyan before. And you won't have this whole problem. Amalu, he told them, Too hard for me to gather a minyan. It's too hard to gather a minyan and to wait and to go late to the shul. It's too much for me. That's how Rashi learned. Will the more Kavua the Shmuel Valevi? So why didn't you pray early? Like Kavua the Shmuel Valevi did. Pray biyachid. I never saw rabbis that are older than us, meaning the previous rabbis, the Avdi Hachi that did this. I don't want to be different. Literally, it means you cannot pray Musaf unless you have a minyan. You can't pray biyachid. 
בחבר עיר שלא בחבר עיר. You can pray either ביחיד או בציבור. רבי יהודה אומר משמו, רבי יהודה קרוץ רבלוזר בן עזריה, משמו ונדנים רבלוזר, a little different. כל מקום שיש שם חבר עיר, wherever there is a מניין, יחיד פטור מתפילת המוספין. היחיד doesn't have to pray, מוסף. Now what's the difference between the first Rabbalazah ben Zariah and the second interpretation? The first Rabbalazah ben Zariah interpretation was you can only pray Musaf if you have a minyan. Rabbi Yehuda quotes Rabbalazah ben Zariah, wherever there's a minyan, a yachid doesn't pray Musaf. It's the same thing. A yachid can only pray with a minyan. So what's going on? That's Mar's question. Rabbi Yehuda, hai nutane kama. There is a big difference. Yachid lo b'chavri. If you look closely, the, the Rabbi Yehuda's opinion was Wherever there is a minyan, meaning there's a chazan here, the yachid doesn't have to pray. But if there is no minyan, the yachid has to pray. According to the first opinion, if there's no minyan, the yachid cannot pray. Very big difference. First opinion is, you can only pray musaf with a minyan. No minyan and you're alone, a city without a minyan, you can't pray. Rabbi Yehuda says, if there's a minyan in the city, you don't have to pray because the shliach tzibur takes care of you. There's no minyan, you do have to pray. So we have three opinions in the Mishnah. The Chachamim hold a yachid could always pray Musaf no matter what. Rabbi Yehuda holds a yachid prays Musaf unless there's a tzibur that takes care of him. And the first opinion is there's no minyan, he don't pray. And does the tzibur take care of him? Yeah. So that's a big question. So Rashi said the shliach tzibur takes care of him. And the big question that is shown him is you don't hear the shliach tzibur, you're far away. It's a big question and they talk about it, but it's beyond the scope. Others say you have to hear it, you don't have to hear it. That's a, that's yeah, a conversation. Yeah, the others say that. But that's not Pashtun according to Rashi. Rashi says, if you look at the, all the way the bottom line of Rashi, you'll see the last words of Rashi, some of the Shliach Tzibur long distance, it makes him patur. Something like that. That's because he's makna to you. It's a little different. How can you do that with Says the Gemara, Rabbi Yudai and Tanakam, Eke Benayu Yachid Shlo Bechaver Ir, Yachid that doesn't have a minyan in the city at all. Tanakam is Savar Patur. Tanakam, according to Abulaz of Nazariah, says no minyan, a Yachid never says it. Rabbi Yudai Savar Chayav, only if there is a minyan, then your Patur, because Shriach Tzibur takes care of you. But if there's no minyan, and you're a Yachid, you have to say it. Omrav Huna Barchinina, Omrav Chia Barav, Alachik Rabbi Yudai, Shalom Shem Abulaz of Nazariah, Big Hidush. He says, Allah is, if there's a minyan in your city and you're a yachid, don't pray Musa. Omri Rav Chiyah Bar Avin Shapik Amrit. You're 100% right. That Allah is like that. Because the Amr Shmuel, Shmuel said, Miyama Tzlota de Musafin biyachid. I never ever prayed Musaf biyachid, but I died. Because I died was a big city. And there was a minyan always on Shabbat and Yom Tov and Ashkodesh when there's Musaf. So I never prayed biyachid because the Shriach Tzibur took care of me. Levar, except for one time. Mahu Yomad, there was one time there was a Musaf and there was no Minyan in the city. Why? Because the Atta pulled Musa the Malka, an army of the king came, the Matat to the city. Fatridu Rabbi Nebrana were very busy taking care of them. Followed Salu. And they didn't pray Musaf with a Minyan. But Salili biyachid. Why? I was a Yachid without a Minyan. Yachid without a Minyan has to pray according to Rabbi Yehuda. Yotiv Rav Chanina Karara, Rav Chanina's job was, he knew Pesukim very well. He was called Rav Chanina Kara. Kara means Lashen Kara. He knew Pesukim. He was a big, he was very knowledgeable. He was sitting, that's only his title. 
Kamid Rabbi Yanai, this is what he was saying. If you're in a city with a minyan, you don't say Musaf. Go read your psukim outside. Get, in other words, leave, leave here, leave it. Goodbye. Kish. Allah is not like that. A yachid does pray musaf even if there is a minyan in the city, like we do today. I once Rabbianai the Sali, Vahadavit Sali. He prayed and he prayed again. Now, the, the inference is that it had to be, he knew this city had a minyan. And still Rabbianai prayed and prayed again. Why would he pray and pray again? It must have been, it was Biyachid. He was Biyachid. He must have prayed Shachrid, followed by Musaf. And it was a city that had a minyan. Obviously, he holds that even a yachid in a city of a minyan has to say Musaf. Because or else, why is he praying twice? He was praying one shachrid and one Musaf. And it's a big city. So it must be. And the halach is not like Rabbi Yehuda. And the yachid does pray Musaf. What proof do you have from that? Maybe the first time he didn't have kavanah in his amidah. Well, in the second time, he prayed again because it was the same Amidah. Who said it was Musaf? Maybe paid Shachrit twice. But he didn't pray Musaf. Well, Basov, given that day. First time he didn't have right Kavanah, and the second time he had Kavanah. Mm-hmm. Look, who is testifying about this story? Rabbi Yochanan, a great man. Rabbi Yochanan wouldn't tell us this testimony unless he checked out to make sure that it was Musaf. He wasn't silly. He wouldn't tell you the story unless he checked out before that it was Shachrit and Musaf. If the reason was because he wasn't, didn't have Kavanah, he wouldn't have told you the story at all. Rav Ami Rav Asi, Avagav Even though there were 13 shuls in the city of Tveria, Lohavi Masai, they didn't leave where they learned. Lohavi Masai, they only prayed Alabaini Amudi, between the two pillars in their Bet Midrash, Heichet Havagosi, where they sat and learned. They wanted to pray where they learned. They didn't leave the Bet Midrash. There was no minyan. They didn't go to shul. They prayed biyachid in the place that they learned. Itmar. Rabbi Yitzhak Ravdimi Mishum Rabbeinu Amar Halachik Rabbi Yehuda Shom Mishum Rabbeloza Benazari. Rabbiya Bar Abed Sali Vahadet Sali. Rabbiya Bar Abed one time prayed and prayed again. Now we don't know why he did that. Only Rabbi Zeira asked him, My Tama Avid Morhachi, why did you, Rabbi, pray twice? Is it because that you didn't have Kavan the first time? I can't believe it happened to you, Rabbi. Always measure himself. If you're able to concentrate, pray. If not, don't pray. So I'm not suspecting you of violating that law and praying without Kavanah. I can't believe it. I'm sure you'd prayed with Kavanah. So why do you pray again? Ella must be lo itkar madresh yarcha. It was Rosh Chodesh, and you forgot to say, Yala Vyavod. That could happen to anybody. So you prayed again. But I don't think that, that's true anyway. Fatani, we learned, Ta'avalo hiskesha Rosh Chodesh ba'arvit. If you didn't mention Rosh Chodesh ba'arvit, don't pray again. You can still say it again in Shachrit. B'shachrit, you didn't say it. You can still say it in Musaf. So you don't have to pray again if you missed Yalav Yahu B'shachrit because you're still going to say it in Musaf. So why did you pray again? You missed something. Didn't we learn on that? Only if you prayed with Sibur and you forgot Yalav Yahu B'shachrit, you don't have to pray again because you're relying on the Shliach Sibur is going to say it and you'll hear it from him. But if you're praying like I am doing right now, 
and I missed Yalav Yavo, you can't rely on anything, and you got to pray again. But there's no Yalav Yavo in Musaf. It's, but you mentioned Rosh Chodesh in Musaf. Yeah, Rosh Chodesh in Musaf, there's no Yalav Yavo. It doesn't matter, you're mentioning it. The point is, you're mentioning it. Kam yeah. Yish. Lacha is that you have to pray again. You yes. have to pray again. Yeah. What? We'll see in a second. Kam Yish Ben Tefillah Letfillah. Rashi explains, anytime you have to pray again, you made a mistake, you got to pray again. Whenever you got to pray Damida again, do you have to wait in between? Yes. You can't just pray and pray again. You got to wait. How much do you have to pray? Wait. You have to wait enough that you should, next prayer you should have techina. You could have supplication. You could ask from Hashem what you need. And it really means the same thing. They both mean language of referring to prayer. They use different languages based on different pesukim. They mean the same thing. Moshe Rabbeinu was asking from Hashem supplication. But it means the same thing. How long is that? I think in Shulchan Aruch it says the amount it takes to walk for Amot, I think it says, which boils down to around three seconds. If he didn't mention Yalav Yavu in Arbit prayer, anyway, Betin didn't do Kiddush HaChodesh to declare the new month only by day. <coughs> so by night, it's not so significant the Yalav Yavu. So if you miss it, not so bad. You don't have to repeat the Amidah. Amra Meimah Mistavre Milta Darah B'Chodesh Malay. Rashi explains when the two days Rosh Chodesh the main one is the second one. So I only agree with this halacha, Meimer says, only if you miss the first one, not the second one. Because this first one doesn't count. That two days was Chodesh. You miss the first bit, not so bad. Al B'chodesh chaser, but there's only one day Rosh Chodesh, because the month before was only 29 days, Chodesh chaser, so there's only one night of Rosh Chodesh. Machzir notok, because that's the main one. Omri Ravash Shila Meimer, Mechti, Rav Tamekamar, you didn't notice that Rav had a reason. What was the reason? Because the pattern is not Mekadesh, Chodesh, by night. What's the difference? Mali, Chodesh, Chaser. Mali, Chaser. Mali, Malay. What's the difference? They don't do it at night anyway, even though it's the main night. There's no difference. Even if you forget the second night or one night, Rosh Chodesh, you don't repeat it. There's a very big Chidush that in, in Shukhan Aruch, others want to say the same thing before Yishtan Rosh Hashanah. If you forget to say, Damida Rosh Hashanah, you're relying on this because it's Rosh Chodesh. But that's the big Chidush. Says the Mishnah, in Omdum Palel, you shouldn't get up to pray. Elamitoch, COVID rush. COVID rush means a serious demeanor. Not when you're loose, not when you just drank a, a whole cup of beer. You gotta just pray, you gotta have COVID rush. You gotta have seriousness and, and not being. I, do, I, I gave an example. Anytime we're not serious. Chasidim Rishonim, the original Chasidim, they waited one hour before they prayed, and then Umitpalim, and then they prayed. They were able to concentrate. What did they do in that hour? They prayed also. They prayed a prayer before the prayer. That's what it says. If you're middle damida and the king says hello to you, not talking about where it's dangerous, pikuach nefesh. Of course you gotta stop. Talking about it's not pikuach nefesh. All the rishonim say the snake that's. The wound around his ankle is not a snake that's poisonous, because of course you'll stop for that. Loyapsik, don't stop. Of course, a poisonous snake, you gotta stop. Not poisonous, you don't stop. You, you can't have kavana. You have, have kavana. 
Menachemili, how do we know that you're supposed to have COVID rush when you play, pray? Om Rabbalazad, Om Nefesh. It says, by Chana, when she prayed, she was bitter, she was serious. So you see that you have to be serious when you pray. Mimai, who told you that's a good source? Dilmachana Shani. Maybe Chana was different. To have a Maria Libatuba. She was very bitter then because she wanted to pray for her child. This is talking. With fear. You see, you have to have fear. Who says it's a proof for everybody? He used to always pain himself a lot to ask mercy from Hashem. Who said that trickles down to us? Hadrat Kodesh means beautiful. Which means fear. So you pray with fear. Mimai, who told you that's a good source? It means to beautify yourself. He made himself neat before he prayed. He straightened his jacket and his hat, if he had one, and his tie, if he had one. Even if you're happy, you got to do it with fear. Even when you have a happy occasion and you're happy, they also have to do it with fear. You have to temper it. You can't do always only with fun. You got to temper it. Even the fun time has to have a little bit of fear. You can't go all the way. Abaya was sitting in front of Rabbah. He saw that Rabbi was very, very, having a very good time. Omer, how can you do that? Don't forget, even if you're very happy, you got to always have a little fear. I'm wearing tefillin. If I'm wearing tefillin, that, that shows right away that I have the fear of heaven. So it's not really going to go too far out of hand. Rav Yirmiyahu was sitting in front of Rav Zera. Chazia the Havik Kabadach Tuva. He saw that he was having too much of a good time. Omlei Bechol Etzev. Anytime you're a little sad, you get reward for that. It's always good to have a little, little bit sadness to yourself. I'm wearing tefillin, so there's no problem. Son of Ravina made a wedding for his son. He saw the rabbis by the wedding, they're having too much fun. He bought an expensive cup made of white glass says Rashi. Now if you know those times glass was not translucent it was colored. Very hard to get glass like we have. So if you have a white glass, a clear glass, it's very expensive. But Arba Meya Zuzi it's worth 400 Zuz. Betavah Kamai broke in front of them but Sivu when they got a little bit toned down. They said they were having too much. Aiti Kasad Zugita Chivarta he brought a cup of white glass. He broke in front of the rabbis told Rabbanuna Zuti, that was his name, the, the small Rabbanuna. Bilula, the more brave the Ravina. sing for us now. Amluli sang, the mitten, what we are going to die. Violent the mitten, what we are going to die. He toned them down. Amri he said, Anan manani batrach. The minag is to answer something. If somebody sings, what are we going to say? What's our chorus? Amalu, you sing back, Hai Torah, Hai Mitzvah, the Maginan Where is the Torah and where is the Mitzvah that will protect us from everything? Rabbi, that was giving the speech.